Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Fangs and Fonts. Your host joining us tonight, or... Nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> Take two. <clears throat> Your host joining us tonight. Uh, anyway. Take three. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second for the door. Take four. <laughs> <laughs> four door. Door four. Take four. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Take five. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be another one of those intros. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for another episode of Thanks and Fonts. We're not doing a take six. This is your host, Roland. I'm Ocean. Voice. And Yara will be joining us shortly. <coughs> we have decided to talk to you today about the Furry Writers Guild. What it is, how you find it, the benefits, the pros, the cons, and everything in between. But first, we get to go like, yay, three years. Yay, yay three years. Three years. Yay. yay, Kyoto. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations on your first year anniversary. Bye. Congratulations you. on you both for finishing your first anthologies. <laughs> See, now, now you've got to release yours this this year so you can win next year's Kyoto. Yes, that is the current plan. Hat trick. Actually, I'd, I, I, I believe that as soon as I get finished with Slip Story, everything else will be a piece of You're cake. You're always working on Slip I know! Story. <laughs> it's... It's... <coughs> Yeah. That that said, if the science fiction and horror anthology comes out this year... Slip, that, I love hate you because your story is kind of a pain in the ass to edit. It's a good story. Also, thank you, Shiro, for cake. It is moist and fluffy and delicious. Yes, the cake was delicious. Yes, it was much thank enjoyed. You. you are friend to podcast. Oh. And so, if you do not know what the Furry Riders Guild is... Perhaps somebody who frequents it more often than I do would like to explain. Where's your definition from the website, Tom? Yeah, where's your Wikipedia <laughs> definition? Uh, <laughs> so, the Free Writers Guild... I like how we immediately... It's not our fault for not looking it up, but it's yours. And... <laughs> who are we? Are you actually going there? Yeah, it's about the guild. Well, Who I mean, are we? That is a long explanation. Though I am a member and... No? Promote, the purpose of the Furry Writers Guild is to promote quality writing and anthropomorphic fiction and to inform, elevate, and support its creators. Um, That's the mission I mean, statement. <clears throat> as, as a less than frequent visitor of the Furry Writers Guild forum... Uh, I do think most of its merits do lie in the fact that there is a forum and a Slack group chat that enables writers, authors, publishers, and the like to chit-chat, cooperate, and to work together uh, on a variety of different topics. Uh, would either of you care to expound? Yeah, no, that's what I've really enjoyed is the amount of just people I can talk to, ideas I can throw off to, um, when I've got that editor brain nagging me and I want to get just yeah, justification about a comma goes here, right? <laughs> I can bug people. It's great for sharing 
submissions like hey this is open or hey i've got an anthology that's open or this place is looking for novels there's quite a lot yeah <clears throat> it's a great place for for bouncing ideas for checking the feasibility of you know ideas that you have connecting with publishers for future ideas for stories anthologies novels um the editing publishing writing process um Essentially, because it has a bunch of people that have done all this before. So, now, what do you think the number one thing you go to Guild for? Community. That's the main reason I go. Is I like to go on and I'll check the Slack chat or I'll check the forums chat or just see what new posts there are. If someone's new, I always welcome them. But generally, I like just. I mean, there's people that I go there that you know. When I go to a convention, I like seeing, so being able to go on the website and continue to talk to them is very nice and very helpful. So why the guild and not just something like Twitter? Because with the guild, there's a sense of community, whereas in Twitter, well, I mean, it just seems more impersonal. Twitter is not really a good place for, like, any, like, Twitter is so fast-paced and like any comments or posts that are like anything older than 24 hours old gets swept to the wayside see what <clears> i find is on twitter for example on both my furry account and my normal non-furry account is is when i go on there there's people i talk to but at the same point i'm getting mode posts and sometimes from them going hey buy my new book hey read this article that i'm in hey buy this buy this where it isn't the free writers guild there is a section for that in each member's name and if i want to find out you know what ocean has done or roland has done then i just go into that section but generally mm -hmm. it's it's a non-advertising based communication so i'm sitting there talking mm -hmm. to people and i don't have to worry that they're gonna you know my next message from them is going to be about hey you should check out this um, anthology, which is what I just recently had happen on Goodreads. I had someone add me, and I'm like, this is great. The last three weeks, he has suggested me a book every week that contains something of his. And I'm like, thank you. This is not why you're my friend. <laughs> and, um, I mean, it's not really fair to compare Twitter to something like the Furry Writers Guild, because <clears throat> Furry Writers Guild has the coffee chat. Is it every Monday? There's, I think, three now. Okay, well, it has coffee chats, um, a public forum uh, that allows everybody to, you know, post their questions, ideas, whatever. Um, sort of the sounding board for your ideas, for your, your questions and concerns. And Twitter is not really conducive to any of that. It, it's a very short form of communication. <clears throat> that and it's the the odds of you following only people that are members of the same community on twitter are very slim the likelihood of you getting swept up in a multitude of other topics and subjects is just not very conducive to a to a community or to a very meaningful form of discussion yeah. uh, so i was thinking that now would be a good time to discuss why someone might want to join the guild <clears throat> What reasons do we have to come to the Furry Writers Guild? Well, why did we all join the Furry Writers Guild? Because it was cool and everybody was doing People it. People told me to. People told me to. 
I mean, that that's not entirely true. Um, I joined the guild with good intentions to to socialize, to get to know a lot of the other furry writers that do exist, and a lot of them do frequent the guild. It's a good place to go if you want to rub shoulders, get to know people, and sort of get to know the process a little better. And honestly, like everything else, <clears throat> being an author or a publisher or anything else within the fandom requires good social networking. Mm-hmm. And that's the main reason I joined, is just trying to further my writer's platform, um, which I kind of like getting on my soapbox and talking about, but... Um, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, I do. But to me, that's very important, having that platform. And the Free Writers Guild, as you said, it's a whole bunch of people who were... Like, when I got into it, it was it was right before the resurrection, and it was a barren place. But I joined it because it's like, here are people that I haven't met yet that write the fiction that I want to write. This is a good way of networking with them, seeing if they can give me any tips or hints or whatnot. And Just the tip. It's like, okay, well, you know, I'll join this group, see what it is. And then, of course, they took it over, refurbished it, and now it's dotted over, I think the thing said, 150 members and growing every day. And it's we're seeing such a large influx of new writers that it's kind of nice. Ocean? Yes. Why do you think people should join the guild? I find a lot of people sometimes think they can just do it on their own. And you kind of can. But at the same time, by working and building a better community, you can not only learn uh, learn things that you had never thought of before, you can learn new insight. I know there's plenty of people out there who I've seen are like, well, I'm doing fine on my own. And it's like, sure you are, but do you realize all these things that you could be doing that you probably never knew because you never looked around? And like... Say you're making 10 bucks an hour off your stories. What if you're making 100 bucks? And the only thing stopping you is because you didn't actually see what other people are doing and ask advice and get tips and find out how to improve. And, I mean, there are things in there that, you know, are information. Like we were talking earlier with Watts's post about contracts where that's some good information. That is very important information. Mm -hmm. And... You know, and if it improves furry writing as a whole, that's a good thing. Yeah, I think, like, it's certainly good for helping writers avoid the pitfalls that the people before them have already made. Because there are some very well-established authors on there. You've got Kyle, you've got Marie Loud, you've got uh, Watts, Chipotle. uh, Is he honest part of that? Anyway... You have a bunch of people that have done this work before you and can tell you what mistakes they've already made and please listen to them. They know what they're talking about. (laughs) Yep. I've seen some people, I think, come, get frustrated and leave. And those people I look and I look at, like, the writing and I think it felt like they came and they're like, either they came to just promote their work and then when people like picked at it, they got annoyed. Yeah, they a lot here of the... to better themselves. They were here to, or they thought that you know. Yeah, don't go there to stroke your ego. You will leave disappointed. Um, 
I don't think people understand just how negatively coming in with like poor like poor sentence structure, poor writing into the guild, how negatively that will affect their experience with it. Well, plus if they come in with a poor attitude, expecting everyone to kowtow to them, be like, hey, you are the best of the best, and we're so glad to be and here. Th yeah. Those people tend to be one of the same that I found. People looking yep. for validation are often the people that don't need it the most. Well, and as you've stated, I mean, look at, look at the lineup you just listed of established writers. Some of the, you know... Some of them are the creme de la creme of writing in the fandom. If you come in sitting there telling us that, you know, X, Y, and Z, and we turn around and look at these writers and go, yeah, no, you're not even anywhere near this. Well, and look at how they present themselves. <clears throat> None of them come in with, like, any sort of, like, obviously people make mistakes, but it's not like they come in spouting lead speak or poor grammar or like they're not exactly looking for validation either i mean it's a place that you can advertise but i mean it's not really for that we've we've mentioned time and time again that when you're presenting yourself to a group especially a group of your peers okay when you present yourself to a group of your peers the most important thing to do, like, your reputation holds everything. <coughs> We've talked about this time and time and time and time again on this podcast. I think it's one of our most reoccurring themes, where your reputation is extremely important and how you present yourself is extremely important as a writer. So when you have a situation, say, like the Furry Writers Guild, where you are in a group of your peers. These are people who, quite frankly, you will see time and time again at conventions. They're people you will deal with time and time again in the writer's community. This is not the place to burn bridges. This is not the place to go after other people. This is the place where, I mean, it's a community. And you, you do have to keep in mind how you present yourself to others. I think one of the things I read recently uh, on Pride was interesting. It was <coughs> people who need to act prideful typically lack real pride in themselves. Which is, yeah, that, that's there is, right. there's two kind of prides where it's like, you know, you can be proud of your accomplishments that you worked hard. And then there's the, you can just be, you know, kind of boastful pride trying to be egotistical about it. So, and that's, that's really just, a life lesson with anybody I think not just the guild is that if you're looking for a community probably the best better thing is not to be showing up trying to be hey you know I've published all of this you should talk to me like a bunch of <laughs> 10 year olds trying to one up each other yeah my dad could beat up your dad yeah my mom could beat up your dad <laughs> but well, and I think as well like People in general aren't interested in the things that you have to say. You need to make what you're doing interesting to other people. <clears throat> and if you come into the guild going, look at how awesome my stuff is for these and these and these and these reasons, that's not going to be received well. Um, sorry, you were saying? No, it was just, I was going to, I mean, we've kind of covered that a lot in regards to coming into the guild, especially as a new person and how to present yourself. Um, 
I mean, and also if you don't have anything to be, you know, that if you if you're coming in as someone who is a new writer, going <coughs> to the guild is possibly one of the most magical things you can have because you're you're coming into this community where you have people who will support you, who will help you nurture your gift. And and, most of them are very happy to do so. Yeah, and when I started writing furry fiction, it was a magical moment to find the guild and be like, wait, this thing exists. Wait, I've, I've got something published. I can be a part of it. Holy crow! These are some of the people that I've read the stories of over the years, and suddenly it's you, you, you're one of the group. You're, and it's such a great feeling. But they offer such tools. I found out about my my first free pub through the Free Writers Guild. I mean, that's something that not a lot of places have, unless it's another guild. <laughs> Like I remember first learning about it, I think, a long time ago when I was getting into writing, but I, I always thought it was one of those, you know, I read the first page and went, oh, I have to be published or whatever to get in, so what's the point? And later finding out, oh, you can just join the forum and... The, yeah, that's certainly <laughs> one of the lesser known things about the Furry Writers Guild is that you don't have to be a published author to be able to join the forum. I think it's a more <clears> recent <throat> change, too, over like the past four years or something, but... I recall that, like... I don't know. Four years isn't exactly recent. Mm, three years. <laughs> but, I mean, all I know is that it hasn't been that way for a while. No. Like, there, there's nothing telling you that you need to be a published author to to join that community. The, the Slack chat's open to everyone. The forum chat is open to everyone. I think the only thing that actually secludes you from the Furry Writers Guild is whether or not you're part of, like, a member of the guild, I think. <clears throat> and even then, that's that's only a very small portion of it. So, I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're looking for something to let you know what projects are available, advice on where to put a comma, um, questions about the publishing editing process, then by all means, come to the guild Join the forums. It's it's good for you. Yeah, although the 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 guild itself is kind of wide in what it's trying to do, and it could probably narrow down so it could improve. At the same time, I think I felt that if you're trying to find any advice on anything, be it self pub, being editorial, being finding um, book choices or where to submit, you're generally at least going to get a good step in the right direction from there. <coughs> They may it, the guild to me feels a bit more like jack of all trades, master of none. But <laughs> that's not a horrible thing. It's it's perfectly fine. So we read the mission statement of the furry writers guild, and I mean that the goal I think of just about every author that I've talked to is to try to raise the bar of, of furry literature. They're trying to sort of bring together authors, bring to light the the finer stories of the fandom and to make those more more prevalent. And it attempts like it, it certainly does its best with the Kyotles um, and awarding awards for excellent pieces of, of literature. Um where I feel like a lot of that falls flat is the amount of people that actively know about these awards and these, like, the guild itself. Uh, I, 
I mean, like, if we consider where we all know the guild from, and I'm pretty sure I only know it from other members of the guild and not the actual guild itself. Well, because I know there's been a number of times where people have said, you know, oh, I go to this con all the time. Is there a Furry Riders Guild meeting there? Well, no. And that's, I, that's understandable. There's so many furry cons. It would be hard for the Furry Riders Guild to be at every single one of them. I mean, but I know it at RF. There's a Furry Riders Guild meeting. Is there one at AC? There isn't. So right then and there, easily could be largest furry con. It, it wouldn't be very Still writer presence. It wouldn't be very hard for the no, Fire Riders Guild to have a like an ambassador of sorts. Yeah, and several ambassadors, like people that go to certain version, like certain cons, and host a panel there. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard. There's enough of us to do it, and it would actually help spread some degree of awareness about the Furry Riders Guild. Well, it's like... I don't feel like they make their presence very well known. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Furry, when we just did the writer meet and greet, where we sat there and up on the whiteboard we had you know, Furry Riders Guild and a couple other writers things and everyone added to it. Um, there were several things that people had no idea existed. Yeah, and it was just, I mean, even just having it be, like it doesn't have to be a Furry Riders Guild meet but have if you have something where people talk about it and get the word out there because i mean how many times has there been a con where there's been something with the freight riders guild and then suddenly you see all the influx of new writers who are like yeah i just found out about this place from this panel at such and such a con and it's like yeah no welcome come on in yeah though that still boggles my mind though not there's not one at ac Got to complain to Yannis. <laughs> fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. I guess you should go the next year and just... <laughs> okay, to be fair though, the panels I go now, I don't know how to say my intro anymore. <laughs> no? Why? Okay, hi, I'm Ocean Tigrox. Um, I have stories featured in Here, Here, Here. I'm editor of Now Coyote Award-winning Inhuman Acts. I'm on podcast fangs and fonts. I'm part of the Furry Writers Guild. I'm also a representative of the Roar uh, Writer no. Retreat. <laughs> That's eight things right there. Should I just make you a scroll? That's. I think I just need to get like some like checklist and just like give me a second. So really, I, I, I've ended up just spreading it out. All you need the... a crier. You need someone here. Yay, we have. Pulls up the scroll. I, I found, like, if I do, like, say, four panels, like, in this panel, I'll be an author. This panel, I'll be an editor. This panel, I'm a representative of Roar. This panel, <laughs> I'm just like, I do too many things, it seems, these days. I think I can officially start introducing myself as an editor for, for Planet Doe. I think Fuzz, Fuzz said I am, <laughs> in a sense. You do good work. Anyway, sorry. What were we talking about? All right, panels. Yes. Yeah. No, I just think it, it's an easy enough thing to do. Where, I mean, you're, yeah, like that's that's why I kind of like the furry. We've just kind of gone. You know what? Just let's all hang out and chat and talk. Well, and this this goes into something that kind of was mentioned on the guild. And I'm going to mention it far before our notes state it too, where it's someone said, said, you know, hey, in other writing genres, there's generally groups of authors that clump together because they write the same thing. Um, the one that I know very well that I've never actually been a part of 
even though I write the genre of fiction, is the Lovecraft writers. When they go to a lot of the Lovecraft cons, you have the writers who are all selling their books there on their tables, and they'll there's pictures of them in bars, there's pictures of them going for walks and readings and just generally hanging out and chatting. They have formed this small community of people who write this one genre. And someone said, well, why can't we have this with furry writing? But I look at that and I go, well, that's why we have the guild. If you go to a con, generally all the furry writers have connected and are all hanging out together anyway. I know when we go to RF, it's, you know, there's Garrett, there's, you know, Condrill, there's Yanis, and... If we're not hanging out with, yeah, if we're not hanging out with one of them, we're hanging out with a group of them or some variation of the people. And we're already kind of doing it. I don't know if you guys necessarily feel the same way, but we seem to be a fairly well-knit group. It's one of the reasons I only still go to con. <laughs> if it wasn't for the writing community, I'd probably be like, eh... Really don't know what I'm going to do with RF this year. Yeah, I mean, my oh, cons. RF 17. <laughs> my con stopped being about partying a few years ago, and I mean, a lot of the reason that I go now is for a lot of the writing community that and exists the there. My con's never and the dances. I still enjoy the dances very much. Like I don't even spend any money in the. My con's the never been for partying, no matter how hard I bloody tried. I don't know. No, I, I, I can't. Have I ever even been drunk at a con? I don't know. Maybe once. When I tried very hard. Well, it's like, I don't know, because we were talking about it once with the cons, and it's very hard for me to sit there and go to, when we were talking about going to RF for our honeymoon, and she's like, oh, you're going to do panels, and I said, if I'm not doing panels at RF, there is no reason for me to be at RF. What? And it's just, I mean, besides the socializing part of it... The actual con Besides itself. The community. Besides everything else. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going there. Like, the dancing's fun, but I'm not going there to dance. The fursuiting's fun. I'm not going there to fursuit. Why am I going to the con? To see my friends who are writers. To talk about writing. And I enjoy talking to people about, you know, writing. I enjoy being on panels and talking about them. And this last, the last RF, I got to do some of this, the uh, impromptu improv writing which I really enjoyed, and that's something I hadn't done before. And these are the reasons why I go to cons. These, you know, and like, yeah, it sucks that there's no RF this year. And you know, I'll hey, in the future maybe we can start spreading more to the Canadian cons, mm -hmm. depending on who wins the presidency. Yeah, I know I sound like a broken record. <laughs> Has he uh, repeated himself a few times? No, he was sitting beside us when we had our giant rant about... Yes, but that was at forever ago. Yeah. I saw him grinning. What's, he doesn't want to be in Virginia time? either. Anyway. Have we finished what's it good for? I think we've just kind of been jumping back we, and we, Yeah, I was going to say, we've covered a few things. <clears throat> I had no idea where you guys were because you were jumping around back and forth so much. I thought it was like, what could it do better? To be frank, we've talked on My that as well. Smell nice because we we talked about um, it having a larger presence, um, narrowing in on what the guild should do. Um, 
talked about Kyotals, Slack Chat. Did we talk about Kyotals? Well, I mean, I mentioned it <laughs> as a thing, unless you want to go and. Well, I mean, we've talked it. about the Kyotals before. It's very we nice that we have our own. Yeah, I guess we. It's very nice we have our own rewards. Like, it's, it's I mean, rewards. it's nice our having. Rewards. Yeah, it's nice having. Because, I mean, we said this before. It's nice having the Ursas where, you know, everyone's voting on it. Anyone can vote on it. And there you go. It's nice to have the Kyotals where only members can vote. Because when you win a Kyotal versus an Ursa, like, Ursas are nice. But Kyotals mean that you succeeded amongst your peers. Your peers, the people that you are friends with and also competing against, liked your work enough to vote in favor of it. And that, that says something. And that, that makes it special. And heaven forbid the year that we all go up against each other. Plus they have the best looking trophy. He's yeah, so cute. I love my, my Kyotal. He's up on my desk. <laughs> Still say he needs a proper frame. Why would you trap him in a we'll, box? We'll just we'll just have to have a LARP. I didn't say a war box. Once we all go up against each other, that'll that'll be a good one. We'll just do a YouTube video. We'll just we'll this cast anthology away. versus this anthology. It'll just be like Ding us it. armored up and just like beating. We'll, all these we'll cast away the all the votes axe. and then we'll just yeah have video of us larping against each other. I get the battle axe. I think out of all of us, I've got the most battle experience. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's kind of scary. <laughs> I throw good axes. I'm really good with a battle axe and a staff. I, I actually have staff training. I have minimal staff training, but I have better training with the axe. Okay. Well, you don't throw battle axes often. No, no. Usually when you throw a battle axe, it's a last dick checker. All I can think of is Gimli going, I'm done. Anyway. So, I mean, yeah, we've kind of gone through most of this stuff. Is there anything that you are not happy with the guild? Sorry, I didn't hear that. That's okay. <laughs> no, just... Why do you think that? I don't know. It's just... I go on there and I read through things and I try to catch something to catch my attention. And every time I'm on there, the Slack chat? Yeah. It's dead and the forums are always people... Just... No, wait, wait. No, you actually chat on the on the page. You don't go to the Slack chat. I have no idea what the Slack chat the is. The Slack chat is where everybody is. That's why the other chat is dead. Oh, okay. Where is it? <laughs> Uh, is it posted on the yeah there's in there and then you can also join it Here. though there have been times like... where I've gone on the slack chat where it's been dead and I've stated something and asked a question and then it's just dead Either sometimes way. it's Every dead time but I'm it's on there, there it's dead uh, the only time there's new posts is it's something to do with new rules for the FWG or because the FWG is failing again or so and so is complaining about something again it, it, it just never seems to have anything Upbeat or relevant? It's it's well, what complaining be relevant or ego stroking. Mm. Well, I think that's the issue right there. I'm not. I it doesn't catch me long enough for me to really give much thought onto it. I mean, there's yeah. other things I could be doing with. Now, is that just a problem with the level of activity and... on the Furry Riders Guild forum, or perhaps the expediency of receiving responses in the or the, the fact forum that you're or the group needed for? Probably um, it could even be all of it. Like I said, I, I have a limited attention span for the best of days of websites, and that one just never really 
reaches out and grabs me for attention. I mean, I will pop on every month or so. I will read through things. I never post. I get bored. I move on. And then I don't go back for another month or two. Like, I don't know. I, I can't say there's anything that I'd prefer the fo uh, the forums or the, the chats do differently. Mm. Because the problem isn't with them. It's with the fact that I just don't dedicate the time. Or I, whenever... I feel like I'm available to actually do something with it. Everybody else is off doing their own thing because people seem to be able to attend that during, you know, work hours, which <laughs> I'm never capable of. Guilty! Now, to be fair, like, yeah, there's been... I haven't really been too active on there because I've been busy with work, right? Yeah, so, like, but I don't know. Just... I do like it when I'm, say, I'm late night writing and I just want to bug people or lightly chat while I write. There's usually... The, the West Coasters with us going, oh, we're still up and having small chats if you have something to talk about. Like, the the forums are there. I think there's... I think forums are only so useful, like, wherever you go. I think they're kind of archaic in the internet now. I was going to say, they're a lot <laughs> less relevant than they used to be. Yeah. Because I mean, now, now we can have instant chats, I, I used right? to be addicted to forums, and now they just move way too slowly for me. Exactly. I think forums are just, like I said, I think they're just kind of archaic. I will like say... They're, they're the new bulletin boards. <laughs> I will <laughs> Which say... says something. I am very, like, one thing I do like about the chat especially is if you are, like, in the process where I was a couple of days ago, and I was editing and I came across a sentence and I said, this makes no sense. Here, can someone tell me the punctuation? Which way should I go? And then... Yeah, like, if people responded, and I was just like, where's Ocean, where's Ocean, where's Ocean? <laughs> well, the thing is, you didn't go, at Ocean, and then after ten minutes, it emails me and tells me that someone messaged me. No, or just go, went oh. onto Telegram and went, hey, Ocean. Well, it was just one of those nice things where, you know, it's, if you have an instant question, here's a group of writers. Oh, yeah, no, I use that all the time. Yeah. All the time. I even had one today where I'm just like, I have a question about world building. I'm just like, eh, and I posted, and there's like five people. They're like, what about this, this, maybe that? Don't worry about it. Well, I mean, you have, say, I, Dead Robots, where they do their brainstorming episodes. Well, you can do that in the chat, within moments. Like, I could have posted on the forum, and I'm sure over the process of a week, two weeks, I'd have some lovely yeah. comments, and then maybe it would go off topic for three posts, and then... They would come back, and I would actually, like, answer back one of the comments. And if I'm lucky, maybe they would answer back, or someone would take that in another direction. And meanwhile, it's already two weeks later, and my question is, like, what was it again? Yeah. So I find the forums better for things like, here's a call for submissions, or, you know, I want to leave, I want to talk about a submission, leave a note, I can respond. Things with a deadline. Things where you, you, don't, you don't need an instant response today, right? Um... More like they—they they are almost like you know. Here, let's put up a notice, and then you can discuss it. Versus, how is everyone doing today? <laughs> yeah, you don't really want to hear that the next day. I think I think that since we moved to Slack chat off the main forum has been great because we've got different channels. You can actually read more than ten lines at a time. The coffee house is going on there once a week versus twice a week, but. Which is nice because it's way easier to read what they talk about Coffee House because I can't seem to attend Coffee House anymore lately because of work. 
Yeah, that's one thing I haven't really been able to. I really miss the coffee house too because the coffee house was great. Because again, if you're trying, if you're looking for people to chat with, that is, look, we're all going to be here now and talk about something. I'm sure it was great for people that can attend during work. Well, that was always my thing. That's why I never did the coffee yeah, that, chat. Is that's my issue, right? It's at ten on Thursday, ten, ten a.m. on Thursday, which is when I have my one-on-one -on -one with my manager, mm -hmm. and then the other one is at five o'clock on Tuesday, which is you're probably in traffic getting home, and the last thing I want to do is sit another hour in my chair. Yeah, when I've been sitting there all day. <laughs> And, or I'd be doing the same. If I went to the office, I'd be on the bus and you're like trying to get signal half the way. Right? So. Yeah. Well, like I've, I've never been able to attend during work. Like it, it is beyond work impossible. just doesn't allow you. No. So, yeah, great for, for people that, you know, mm. have like, well, I, I, would, I don't use the forum too often, honestly. Attend the coffee house and have a night shift, but. Well, that, that's another reason why I kind of like it on the Slack chat, because, again, like, if you miss the coffee house, you could, can go back and read the transcript of what they talked about. If these could happen on, like, the weekend or the evening or something like that, but not they used like, to do immediately that, but then after work, that's... The problem with the weekend is, is that it's the weekend. I want to go do something. Okay, but, like, evenings. Like, I don't see a reason to have it during the daytime. <laughs> well, because of different time zones. That's the issue. Well, do they live in Sweden? Sweden. So, because I okay. So, so the the Tuesday is five o'clock our time. It's seven p.m. on the East Coast. Okay, that's fair. right. What about the morning one? That's ten a.m. for us. Is like noon for them, and then or it's like nine a.m. for the people on the West Coast. Okay, that's still very daytime. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Propose that. I see, see I if should you boost it up an hour or two because yeah, I wouldn't mind. Well, that, or we create our own. I mean, if we can do that. Well, at the same time, like, I I still find most of the time, 90%, I can drop in, say something, ask a question, most people will be there. Yeah. Sometimes it's just the night, people have gone to bed or they're busy, right? But, yeah. the It seems the most activity is during the day when people are at work and <laughs> want to have a chat room up on the side, because I think that's just the world we live in now. I, I might just have to, and, you know, pray my boss isn't listening to this, download Slack chat onto like my phone <laughs> and just stay there because that seems to be the most plausible way that I'm going to be joining any of this <laughs> well the nice thing is is I mean if something catches your interest great if it doesn't then you can just ignore exactly. it exactly right? yeah there's definitely topics where I'm like eh you guys have fun yeah but it's a, I, I I'd think be it's lying. a great time to actually meet up and talk about a topic and go. I, I'd be lying if I said that my job didn't allow me to at least check my phone but the you sometimes made it sound like there is days like that. There are, and there are days... Like, there's... I, I'm only able to email you back because I'm in the washroom. <laughs> Things like that. I, I've been scolded for phone usage, so I mean, yeah. I have to be careful. But anyways. <laughs> um, yes. Um, I... So you guys mentioned that the guild is doing writing classes? Yeah, um, yeah they've already yeah. done a workshop or two of poetry. Uh, okay. Dwale or Dwale? Dwale. Dwale? Dwale? Crap, I used to be really good at this. I know, I've already forgotten. I'm so I sorry. Dwale? 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 We're bad. You're probably going to email us and remind us. Thank you. Hey, at least we, then we get email. Hey, we do have email. Actually. What? What? We have an email? Um, oh my gosh. Hold on. I have no, to remember. I don't want Chinese laundry. Go I have away. to remember oh, how to log in. 
No, it's not spam. Um, liar. Why would well, you lie while you're talking about that. But yes, the they they started doing um, classes. I think they've been doing them on the forums. It was poetry, so I wasn't really interested. But I, they have been doing poetry classes. And hmm. Dwale, Dwale, which we've forgotten how to pronounce, I believe is instructing them. So I think it's a nice step in, nice, in another direction. It'll be cool to see what else they bring out of there. Well, because there's been there's been some other people who have been posting stuff for writing, mm-hmm. where they've taken it upon themselves to say, okay, we're going to do a, you know, today's lesson is on blank, and then they'll do like a blurb about it, and then the next day's a lesson on this, well, they'll do a, you know, blurb yeah. about it, which. Oh, yeah, there's people that have blogs, and they're like, this is the topic, and talking about it. Anything else anyone wants to talk about? I think the GILF could... I think it's still still trying to figure out what, what it's doing, what it wants to do. Um, I'm not sure the best way of going around that, because you look at things like the Science Fiction Writers of America, and everybody there is, like, professional make X amount of money to be in this thing. Yeah. You know, contracts, this is legality. So, same with the horror, <coughs> horror yeah. writers guild. I know I, I know that it's been compared that we're a little, we've probably been strived <coughs> more for something like the romance writers because they have, you know, here's the very professional, here's the more hobby because we seem to have a lot more hobby. People are like, this isn't my day job. I like to do it for fun, make a few bucks. So, do I really need the hardcore route? So, I mean, as far as what I understand of the guild, um, when when their uh, mission statement is to promote quality writing and anthropomorphic fiction and to inform, elevate, and support its creators, how is it doing this? Because I see the Furry Writers Guild as sort of a very passive force. It, it's something that allows people to congregate and discuss amongst themselves and to help encourage each other, but there's nothing the guild explicitly does to promote this as far as I can see. It has its monthly book and author, um, which it tweets about has its articles, but I'm not sure what else. Like, what does the science fiction writers of America do, too? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not a member of them. I don't know. I don't think they do. Well, they kind of promote. They have their awards. Kyle's is another reason. They use that to promote good literature, right? Yeah. Oh, so these are all the channels you can be a part of. Like, I'm not quite sure I mean, what <clears throat> it can do, other than continue so, like, shouting from the top of the hill, going, "This is a good book. What? You should read this." And we gave it an award. And, and if you'd like to learn more, come join us. I was going to say, and I, I guess the problem it. of that being is that I don't specific. I don't specifically attend the guild to get that kind of information, and so, I mean, what more can it do, really? But at the same time, I don't feel like <clears throat> I could accidentally stumble across this information. Well, like, is it there for readers to go and go, tell me a good book, and the guild can be like, here's a good book? Or is, or is, it there or is the guild more of a support <laughs> group for people to come and better their craft? Yeah, exactly. And see, for me, it's just a sense of... Writing is something you do alone. Even when you're writing in a group, you're being alone. The Furry Writers Guild helps you feel less alone because you know that there are other people out there doing the same thing you're doing 
and who are basically struggling the same on the same things you are and basically just it's, it's that sense of community and that's what's the big thing for me is just the sense of community the sense that there's somewhere you belong you're not going at it alone I think one of the issues is just that in the furry fandom we just have so many we tout anthologies you know there's there's a lot of talk and this is just something in the fandom I don't think I've seen other places is that you want to get published go to an anthology what about novels or selling a novel go write for an anthology you know that's that's the main talk like there there are people who are trying to self-pub novels and there are people in the guild who talk about that but i i don't know if it's because partially because the the publishers that we work with don't like they're they're piles to mm. Their, their submission files for novels are just too high and they don't cream through them enough and so people want to see results and see publishing quickly so they go for anthologies I don't know if it's that the publishers that we work with they don't take a lot of novels like they don't seem to go through their pile I've heard a lot of complaints that you know they take a while and what I've heard from some of the publishers fuzz <laughs> is that um, if, if you want to fast track your, your way up to the top of that pile they want to know you. They want to work. They want to know that they've worked with you. That you know how to work with an editor, and so uh, Fuzz has said on numerous occasions that you know if you're in a couple of our anthologies, we can go. Oh yeah, Roland. I've read his stories. He's in a couple of our books. He's pretty good. He's got a novel. Well, maybe I'll read that. Versus, I don't know who Joe Schmo is in my pile. I'll get to you when I get to you. We're a small press, and I still work a day job. Comment from the gallery. <laughs> gallery is good um because i think that's one of the issues that the guild has is that the writers we have in this fandom are either the people who just write their stuff post it online and get their clicks and yay people like it mm -hmm. we have the next group of people who seem to write for anthologies which includes us you know we do slightly larger projects and then there's the ones that do self-publishing i feel your maggie's your jess and then even the people like you know josiah and I think like Amethyst who are actually like hey look I have a book on Amazon you can buy mm -hmm. you know Faye has his book on Amazon you can buy you know they're still doing yeah. that's not to say they're not also writing like some of those people are actually still writing for anthologies and that you can have a mix but we've got such a spread of people how do you meet all of their needs can you meet all of their needs what are their needs um, like the hobby writer that has a day job that's going to make a lot more than their writing's going to make, um, you know, they're probably not keen on pushing. They like sure, who wouldn't want to write for a living? But yeah, sometimes you're already happy with doing what you're doing, and it's a nice side project that brings in money. Versus the one that's like, no, I want this to be my day job. I want to regard whether it's traditional or self pub. I want to push the medium, and my medium is furry publishing. So what can I do to push that? And then, I mean, you're going to end up having people who are writing novels or self-publishing novels who are going to have no need for anthologies whatsoever. Yeah, they don't have time. They're publishing novels. Yeah. it's They've got their projects. They're working on the large ones. That's that. Frankly. I know many people have written novels on them both. So I wouldn't mind moving to the category of both. I'm still trying to work on how to write a longer story and have a longer story. Yeah. And that's... 
the thing for me is I would like to uh, I would like to write novels I would like to do more longer pieces I seem to when I do a short story I seem to be writing longer pieces you know 10,000 words plus but at the same point it's it's one of those things where I look I, I think that's where my worry lies is I, I think okay well, if I work on my novel I'm not going to have a chance to do stuff and now that I'm working on getting anthology self-published um I'm kind of looking at it going like oh my god is this gonna cut um into my writing time is this gonna cut into every other project I have like oh crap do I really want to do this yeah so how does the guild itself decide what they are well, and that's and that's kind of the problem. Is I don't know. does this does the S S F W A have this issue? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, do, I think I think the reason why romance kind of has it because it's like, look, here's our pro, here's our hobby, kind of. Yeah. Different fees, different resources. Excuse me. Which makes sense, but I don't think like I haven't really heard anything like that for the horror writers guild. That said, there's a um, publisher up in Edmonton, one of the people who had a publishing company and then shut it down because they wanted to get back to writing and then a year later started up another publishing company. Um, they are a member of the Horror Writers Guild and I haven't heard much from her as to just how much good it does, though she did open a chapter up in Edmonton, so... It's one of those things where I'm like, mm, hmm, yeah. like, is it really doing like, yeah, like when then you read their, you know, what they offer and it's exactly what the furry writer skill offers. Well, you're starting your own press. Yeah. What do you want the furry writer skill to do to help you with that? Or can they do anything? Mostly it's just for just press purposes. Just remind people that, hey, hey, this exists. Hey, here are my call for subs. And that's essentially it. Until, you know, and the nice benefit of it is I've had people come forward and say, hey, I wouldn't mind selling your books. And it's like, okay, well, we'll talk about that when I have, you know, my feet on the ground and kind of know where I'm running. Mm -hmm. And how I'm going to do all of this. So, but I mean, and that's the thing is... How, it is from looking from the standpoint of how do you cater to all those needs that are out there well mm -hmm. it's really hard to sit there and have be able to treat all of them yeah without some parts falling apart or not falling apart but you know maybe lacking a bit and yeah no it's definitely something that I don't know how you would solve a situation like that either way I think there's still something like I said at the beginning that no matter who you are, what your goals are, the guild is a bit more jack-of-all-trades, master of none. And maybe you might get not get the depth that you want, but you will, I think, find a step in the right direction. If not, people who will help you, um, people who will like give you advice, you know, tell you where markets are open, tell you their side of the story, tell you how they did their self-publishing, tell you how they tried their Kickstarter, how Patreon worked for them. Sometimes it's a little hard finding those people because maybe they're not on Slack chat. Not everybody checks the forums. But usually there's someone in there that at least will be like, oh, 
you want to learn about self-publishing? You should talk to Maggie or Jess. They're like fantastic and know a lot about that. You know, Maggie just had a Kickstarter where she made four times as much as she wanted. Yeah. The the limit was three hundred to uh, kickstart it, and she made four grand. Still, I mean, fuck, an extra three hundred dollars my way right now would be remarkable. Yeah, she got a Kickstarter and made four grand, and to make it successful was something between three hundred and eight hundred, and it was to make neon little bookmarks. Like yeah, and the publishers are on there. Like Fuzz, you can ask Fuzz questions on there. He'll say things. You've got editors on there. Uh, you can always voice your opinion about how, what you think the guild should be, and hopefully, I think that's the best thing we can do right now. We've got a great new president. Yeah. Um, not to say that the other presidents weren't great. They've all been great. <laughs> yeah. But I think we're all excited to see what Watts is taking it in the new direction and what, what will come with his new presidency. So, yeah. I, I, th- I, think, I think it's still growing, but it's growing in a good direction. Yeah. It's definitely grown in leaps and bounds from where it was when I got onto it and I mean I'm always happy to point people to it I'm always encouraging people to check it out Yeah, I again think... it's not sometimes it's not for everybody like other people on this podcast yeah but you know I enjoy I enjoy being able to hit people up talk with people about anything writing related do you guys have any, any end thoughts I should probably give more of an effort towards the Furry Writers Guild. I do know that my... Well, you've been kind of out of writing lately, too, because of your course and... Are you kidding me? I've been working two jobs for almost a year now. (laughs) And then throwing the school on top of that. Yeah. Of course your interests aren't going to be huge on the checking out a writing site. No, because (laughs) it just reminds me of what I can't do. It's like the the queue on my tutorials pages for my polymer clay. I'm a member of four different sites that routinely upload tutorials. And the backlog is days worth of watching and reading Mm. because I haven't touched it because it makes me go, I can't do that right now. So... Yeah, yeah. you're not going to find the stuff you need for that in the Writers Guild. Nope, unfortunately. That's yeah. all. Yeah, not unless someone in the Furries Writers Guild's a you know an accountant and knows how to explain a, an adjusting, closing, purchasing accounts and all that rot. There might be. I don't know. It might be. With my <laughs> Maybe. Luck, it's probably. I mean, there is a thread we... about people with skills, and if you search through that, you yeah. found something. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I need a tutor because I'm fucking stupid. Save me. I mean, the, the, furry, <laughs> the furry writing community consists of many professionals that you know do this as their secondary. Yeah, no, that's true. This is not writing related. It, it wouldn't surprise me ass? if there was an accountant among us. Like that would be strange. Would it? I don't know. Oh no, I'm thinking an engineer. That would just be funny. I don't think engineers have any creativity. Exactly. <laughs> There's straight line involved in that. How do I get from this story? Actually, you think an engineer would be a great editor? Mm, I don't know. I'm a software engineer. There, so. there's no engineer. reference table on whether or not that comic goes there. Mm. Either way, I might actually have to take a look at the skills section. <laughs> yep, and I'll still use it for community. It's. Like I said, it's probably the best way to get a step up. Yep. Well, guys, thank you to everyone for your support for three years. We're three years old. This is ridiculous. 
Yes, thank you for three years. Whoever <laughs> listens to us because we don't receive many emails. I think it's kind of cool. Oh, I don't mean... we have an email that we have to respond to? Um, <laughs> it's it's a response to a typo that they made in an email in April. Oh. So, mm, no. <laughs> I swear to God, at this point, even a dick pic would be nice. <laughs> we know someone no, no, Honestly, no. maybe we have received legitimate emails, but they're lost in the slew of spam we get on a daily basis. Anyway, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, please tweet us at Fangs and Fonts on Twitter, Fangs and Fonts on Facebook. I believe we're Fangs and Fonts on Fur Affinity. And if that doesn't work, bug our individual Twitter accounts. <laughs> yeah, or you can email Fangs and Fangs and Fonts at gmail dot com. Uh, yes, or bug us at our individual Twitter accounts. Twitter accounts, preferably not about punked, please. Um, go read Inhuman Acts, a now Coyote award-winning book. Go read Coyote award-winning Abandoned Places. Yeah, yeah. back-to-back winners. Yay, congratulations. <laughs> Who has stickers? Thank you, Yanara. <laughs> and I mean that sincerely. <laughs> that is the best way to break the tension. <laughs> and the <laughs> balls from there. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night.